This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune. A very warm welcome to you. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise. You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually. You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 
1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra India You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www.awr.org Before we hear God's word Here's a melodious song. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and did a little light from heaven fill my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above, and just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry, and He will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer will turn in, and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. It makes it right. I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to Him in prayer. He knows my every care, and just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell Him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry, and He will answer by and by. Now when you feel a little prayer will turn in, and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk to Jesus. Let us tell him all about all my trouble. He will hear our faintest cry, and he will answer by. Studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune. We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Today we have a special guest, the director of Adventist Media Center, Pune, Pastor Vara Prasad. Shall we begin with a prayer? Eternal Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for taking care of us and our needs. We believe that you're coming back to the earth to take us home. May we be ready for your glorious coming, in Jesus' name, Amen. Discovery series guide number nine. The topic for message today is your home in heaven. When Marco Polo returned to his hometown of Venice after many years in the Orient, his friends thought his long journeys had driven him mad. He had such incredible tales to tell. 
Marco had traveled to a city full of silver and gold. He'd seen black stones that burned, but no one had ever heard of coal. He'd seen a cloth that refused to catch fire, even when thrown into the flames, but no one had ever heard of asbestos. He talked of huge serpents ten paces long with jaws wide open that could swallow a man. Nuts the size of a man's head and, a, and white as milk's inside and a substance spurting from the ground that actually set lamps alight. But no one had heard or seen crocodiles, coconuts or crude oil. They just laughed at such stories. Years later, when Marco lay dying, a devout man at his bedside urged him to recant all the tall tales he told. But Marco refused. It's all true, every bit of it. In fact, I have not told half of what I saw. The Bible writers who give us glimpses of heaven seem to echo Marco Polo's sentiment. In vision, they looked on a place so brilliant, so fantastic, that they could describe only a fraction of what they saw. And we face a challenge similar to that of Marco Polo's friends. We must try to imagine the crocodile and coconuts that we have never seen, because the glimpses we do get in the Bible show us that heaven is such more than sitting on clouds and playing on harps. Point number one, is heaven a real place? Jesus is preparing a very real place for us right now in a very real heaven. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Found in John 14, 1-3. Jesus is coming to our world a second time to take us to a custom-made mansion in a heavenly city that is glorious beyond our wildest dreams, the new Jerusalem. After you live there for a thousand years, Christ intends to bring this heavenly home down to planet Earth. As the new Jerusalem descends, fire will purify the entire world. A renewed planet then becomes the permanent home of the saved. What does John, who wrote Revelation, picture next? He says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a beautiful bride, dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Revelation 21, 1-3 to 
Christ promises to restore his once perfect world to its original Edenic beauty and the meek will inherit the earth. Point number two. Will we have real bodies in heaven? When Jesus appeared to his disciples in his resurrected and glorified body, how did he describe it? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. O ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. Luke 24.39 Jesus had a real body. He invited Thomas to touch him. On this occasion, Jesus walked into a real house, talked to real people, and ate real food. Heaven isn't inhabited by ghosts, but by real people who enjoy a spiritual life and who have a glorious body. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Philippians 3, 20, 21. We can be assured that our heavenly bodies will be as solid and real as Christ's resurrected body. Will we recognize our family and friends in heaven? Now if we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. 1 Corinthians 13.12 In heaven we shall know fully, we'll understand and appreciate one another more deeply than we ever have in this present world. Jesus' disciples recognize him in his heavenly body, apparently because of his familiar features. Mary knew him at the tomb because of the familiar sound of his voice when he called her by name. The two disciples at Emos identified him because of certain familiar gestures. When they noticed the way their guest blessed the food, they recognized him as the Lord by his manner. The redeemed are certain to experience thrilling face-to-face -face reunions in heaven. Imagine the joy of recognizing your spouse's special mile or the familiar call of a child you laid to, a, to rest long ago or the endearing gestures of some beloved friend will have an eternity to deepen life's most precious bonds and to develop intimate friendship with the most fascinating personalities in the universe. Point 3. What will we do in heaven? We'll have plenty of activities to challenge us in heaven. How about designing your own dream house? Behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. They will build houses and dwell in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruits. My chosen ones will long enjoy the works of their hands. Isaiah 65, 17-22 Jesus already preparing personalized homes for us in the holy city, the new Jerusalem. These verses suggest we'll also design and construct other houses 
perhaps beautiful country estates, landscaping them with heaven's rich variety of plant life. And who knows what high-tech adventures await us in God's advanced civilization. Our present scientific breakthrough and space odysseys will seem like child's play when we begin exploring our Father's house. Do you love the beauty of thundering waterfalls, quiet meadows, teeming rain, forests, and delicate blossoms? The Lord will surely comfort Zion. He will make their deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and glorious gladness will be found in her thanksgiving and the sound of singing. Isaiah 51.3 God will transform the earth into a pristine garden of Eden. No more oil spills or smog or drought. The lakes stay crystal clear, the trees majestic, and the mountain sides unscarred. Not only the beauties of the world, but also our capacity to absorb them will be greatly intensified. It will seem like the first day outdoors after a very long illness and the first 25 minutes of reality will extend into a magical eternity. Do you enjoy experiencing new things, learning, creating? These immortal minds will com contemplate with never-failing delight the words of creative power, the mysteries of redeeming love. Every faculty will be developed, every capacity increased. Their acquirement of knowledge will not weary the mind or exhaust the energies. The, grand, the grandest enterprises may be carried forward, the loftiest aspiration reached, the highest ambitions realized, and still there will arise new heights to surmount, new wonders to admire, new truths to comprehend, flesh objects will come forth, the powers of mind and the soul and body. All the treasures of the universe will be open to the study of God's redeemed. Point number four, will evil ever threaten heavenly again? Nothing impure will ever enter it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written the Lamb's Book of Life, Revelation 21-27 God is going to completely eliminate sin and its terrible results. They will never appear again. When Jesus appears, we shall be like Him. Instead of resisting impulses to kill, steal, lie or rape, will pursue heavenly graces. God will wipe every tear from every eye. There will be no more death or mourning or sorrow or crying or pain for the old, older of things has passed away. Even the ultimate enemy, death, will vanish. In heaven's land of eternal youth, the redeemed are immortal. 1 Corinthians 15.53 says, No inhabitant will ever suffer the ravages of old age. Heaven not only destroys the results of sin, it also reverses them. Imagine what it will be like for those who struggle with lifelong 
handicaps. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Isaiah 35, 5 and 6. Point number 5. What is heaven's greatest thrill? Imagine seeing the Lord of the universe face to face. Now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. They will, they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and their God. Revelation 21.3 God Almighty promises to be our companion and tutor. Rejoy to sit at his feet. Think what a musician might give to a able to spend a few moments with Beethoven or Mozart. Imagine how much a physicist would treasure the chance to sit down with Albert Einstein, or how much it would mean for a painter to talk with Michelangelo or Rembrandt. Just think, the redeemed will have an infinitely greater privilege. They will converse with the author of all music, science and art. There will be no intimate terms with the greatest minds and deepest heart in this universe and their relationship will overflow into worship. From one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind will come and bow before me, says the Lord. It's found in Isaiah 66.23. In the center of the heavenly city stands the great white throne of God enriched by certain emeralds. His face shines like a blazing sun. Below his feet a glassy sea extends in all directions. On his crystal surface, reflecting God's glory, the redeemed gather to pour out their exultant praise. When the ransom of the Lord will return, they will enter Zion with single everlasting joy, will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow will be sighing, will flee away. Isaiah 35, 10 Here is someone whose goodness never misses a beat, whose faithfulness and patience and compassion just keep rolling on. Praise his holy name. Point number six, we must be there. Jesus longs for that face-to-face -face meeting. That's why he was willing to rescue you from sin at such great cost. You must personally take advantage of this gift. You must make a commitment to Christ as Lord and Savior. You need to pardon that is offered from the cross because nothing impure will ever enter, nor will anyone who desires what is shameful or deceitful, but only those who whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, found in Revelation 21-27. Jesus delivers us from sin, not in sin. He must come to him through his power in us and be separated from his impure and un unholy. Jesus is our password and his soon coming kingdom. And that kingdom can have its beginning right now in your heart, when Christ comes to deliver us from sin. He creates a little heaven within. He can help us deal with the worry, anger, 
lust, fear, guilt that plague us. The heaven, hope of heaven isn't an escape from life's problem. It helps create more heaven on earth. A recently conducted poll showed that those who believe in life after their death lead happier lives and trust people more than those who don't. Nothing will have a dramatic impact on your life right now than a trusting relationship with Jesus Christ. Listen to how Peter describes the impact of living faith. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. All of us, and heaven too, have you discovered the kind of abundant life Christ wants you to experience? Please don't turn away from his glorious invitation. I'd like to read the concluding verse on Revelation 22:17. It says, The Holy Spirit and the Bride says, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, whoever is thirsty, let him come, and whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. Jesus is with you, now speaking to your heart. As you read these lines, he invites you to come, come, come. He couldn't be more eager, more insistent. If you have not done yet, so this is the moment for all others. This is your opportunity to explore his offer. May God be with you. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we want to come to you because you have called us. All that labor and are heavy laden, come to you and I will give you rest. So we are coming to you and we want to come home to heaven with you. In Jesus' name, Amen. With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us. Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India. And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com helenrichesv at gmail.com H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail dot com. You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers Center of Digital Evangelism CDE zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our whatsapp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three and you can email us at Helen Riches V at gmail dot com H E 
L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com. We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org. This is David. And I am Madhuri signing off at AWR. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Till then, we wish you goodbye, goodbye and, and God, God bless. This is the Adventist World Radio and you are listening to The Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible at awr.org or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. 